Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Monday, March 29th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Finding an appointment for a COVID-19 vaccine in the St. Louis area can be tough. So some people are going to rural areas where it's easier to get a shot. We aren't telling them they can't come and get a vaccine because of where they live. In just a few minutes, St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan All reports on people driving to the country to get the vaccine. More Missouri residents are eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine starting today. The most recent group to be cleared for the shots includes government workers, homeless people, critical manufacturing employees, and financial services workers. Certain areas of Illinois, including Madison County in the Metro East, are vaccinating everyone 16 and older now that key portions of the population have already been immunized. Hannah Meisel reports. Vaccine eligibility was already set to expand to all Illinoisans 16 and over on April 12th. But Governor J.B. Pritzker's administration said Friday that local health departments can decide whether providers in their area can give shots early if demand for vaccine has waned among those already eligible. Pritzker also says this move is meant to prevent another COVID surge, which he warns might be on the horizon. This is a response to a significant move upward in uh, new cases and new hospitalizations that have taken place over the last number of days. In the last two weeks, Illinois' COVID test positivity rate has moved swiftly upward from an all-time low, and hospitalizations have also been on the rise. The governor says this could prevent the state from moving to expanded capacity limits in businesses and social gatherings. I'm Hannah Meisel. The National Weather Service says a tornado touched down Saturday in Madison County, the EF1, knocked down trees and caused some property damage along a path from St. Jacob to Highland, Illinois. Those communities are roughly 10 miles apart. The Weather Service says the tornado had top wind speeds of 90 miles per hour. The Metropolitan St. Louis Sewer District is asking voters in the city and county to approve changes to its operating charter. St. Louis Public Radio's Rachel Littman reports on why the utility says the updates are needed. There are five separate propositions, which do everything from update obsolete language to give trustees an option to pass legislation when there's a conflict of interest. MSD's CEO Brian Holscher says the current requirement that two city and two county trustees approve bills has held up some green infrastructure projects. If you've got two city trustees who have a conflict of interest, we can't pass that legislation, even though all six trustees want to move forward. Longtime MSD critic Tom Sullivan says some of the changes, like removing old titles, are fine. But then don't be putting in all these other proposals, too, that are going to make MSD less accountable. Sullivan says the agency also needed to get more input from the public. Holscher says customers had plenty of opportunities to weigh in. I'm Rachel Lippman, St. Louis Public Radio. Missouri is part of an expanded pilot program to control the black vulture population. The birds have been moving north in recent years, killing livestock, especially in southern Missouri. Kelly Smith is with the Missouri Farm Bureau. He says the black vultures can also damage property. The day that I saw it, there was three or four birds on a car on the hood and on the roof and eating the plastic and rubber moldings around the windows. So they're just a very aggressive, nasty bird. The Farm Bureau has been granted a permit by the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Services to oversee a program to eliminate some of the vultures. 
Many residents in Missouri like to take the road to go hiking, antiquing, or to find that perfect fruit or vegetable stand. But as St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan All reports, many of those trips to the country have been turning into hunts for the COVID-19 vaccine. If you go to the website vaccinespotter.org and pull up the map of Missouri, you'll see lots of red dots clustered around St. Louis and Kansas City, meaning there are no available appointments to get a COVID vaccine. But there are a lot of green dots in rural areas. That's what Clayton Middle School teacher Megan Baggett found when she tried to get a vaccine earlier this month. She had signed up on multiple waiting lists around the St. Louis area before her school district announced they were returning to in-person learning five days a week. And so as soon as I heard that, I was like, okay, I need to get vaccinated, like, now. Baggett checked again with nearby hospitals, clinics, and health departments, but came up dry. Then a colleague suggested they drive an hour and a half to Festus. She knew somebody in the medical health care profession who was helping people sign up and I gave her my information and she signed me up for it. Baggett will make that drive again in two weeks for her second dose, and she isn't alone. Some Missourians are driving four hours or more for an open appointment. Data doesn't yet show why the rural spots don't fill up with locals, but it's likely a combination of a robust supply, lower demand, and less internet access in rural areas, which is often essential for getting an appointment. Tim McBride is a health policy analyst at Washington University. He says long drives for vaccines will likely continue as Missouri adds more and more people to the eligibility list. You know, we're probably going to go through two or three weeks of some real mismatch between demand and supply again, unfortunately. A study by the Kaiser Family Foundation shows 60 percent of rural residents want the vaccine, just 10 percent less than city folks. Those numbers check with Honor Evans. She's the administrator and head nurse of the Crawford County Health Department, about 100 miles southwest of St. Louis. She says about 40% of the people who came here to the Knights of Columbus Hall in Cuba, Missouri, on a windy and drizzly day for their shots, are from the St. Louis area, and she's fine with that. We aren't telling them they can't come and get a vaccine because of where they live. And there are a lot of people who, you know, spend time down here during the summer and when they come back to float our rivers or stay in our lodges, we'll be glad that they're vaccinated. Evans says it's still primarily locals who come to the health department offices on days when they administer about 100 shots. It's the big events like this one with 2,200 doses that attract outsiders. She says the most important thing is to get the vaccine into arms as quickly as possible. That's the same advice Marsha Parsons gives. The Marthasville resident is sitting in her car during the mandatory 20-minute waiting period after getting her second Pfizer dose here in Cuba, population 3,300. She says it was worth the hour drive. I would say get it where they can first get it, you know, the first available that they can find to to go for it. You know, I think eventually that most people will probably go ahead and, and get it done. Missouri is shifting doses to urban areas to try to ease the problem. And health officials say it's only a matter of time until the supply of the vaccine outpaces demand, and the focus will shift to trying to seek out people who haven't yet gotten a shot. In Rala, I'm Jonathan All, St. Louis Public Radio. Our Fred Ehrlich edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. From the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway.
Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.